On this episode of the podcast, I have the absolute pleasure of interviewing Adam Scheibley of Podcasting Business School and Million Pound Mission Podcast. He dives into sharing some of his tips and ways of showing up in his mindset and in life that has allowed him to drop 100 pounds, at least 100 pounds in his weight, grow his business, and find the love of his life and have a beautiful family. He also talks about how he went from crickets on his podcast to now having two top podcasts and really dives into how he's created this success. Please join us in the show and enjoy. I am Carrie Norley and I am the Wealth Alchemist. I mentor, clear, and activate people into a new level of wealth. I believe we can live a life of infinite joy, love, abundance, bliss, and peace. It is my passion to help you break through your blocks around growing your wealth and creating your dreams. This podcast is dedicated to sharing insights and tools that will make an actual difference in your life and help you increase your wealth in this new paradigm that we are living in. Welcome to the Wealth Alchemist Podcast. Before we hop into the show, please make note that we are not financial advisors. We are simply here to educate you on some things that are out in this world, some really exciting stuff in this world, but please, please, please take responsibility for yourself, do your own research and act from there. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Wealth Alchemist. I am Carrie Norley, your host, and I have the amazing Adam Shibley here with me today. He is a full-time podcaster, podcasting business coach, and the host of the top-ranked podcast, Podcasting Business School. Adam's goal is to teach his students how they can love their show like a hobby, but build it like a business. He is also has the podcasting show Million Pound Mission. And Adam has been an amazing, amazing mentor for me in these last few weeks as I've brought my podcast to life. I have been energized by him. I have been inspired by him in his podcast and the way that he shows up in the world and how he holds his community. And I absolutely adore this man. And when you hear him speak, you too will love his voice. <laughs> so welcome to the show, Adam. Carrie and all the wealth alchemizers out there. Uh, I'm, I'm very, very excited to be here. I'm super proud of you for launching your show, getting your message out there. And I only hope that I'm able to, you know, infuse a little bit of my my own energy into this uh, here as as you're getting the show up and off the ground. Thanks, Adam. I really wanted to come and have a conversation with you because your success has been an inspiration to many. And you started your work in this, and the work really is the podcast was the Million Pound Mission, starting from your own uh, success in your own health journey to to drop weight, drop fat, however you want to whatever words you use for that, um, and really stay fit and healthy and inspire others to do the same. And one of the things that for me was a big deal in coming into the podcasting space, and I love that you talk about this, and was really around, I didn't want to come out here and have nobody listen and have crickets. It's like, it's a lonely game. And I love how you actually own that part of the story and you talk about that game. And so today I really want to discuss with you like your, your journey to success and what it's taken in your mindset, what it's taken in your energy work, and how you have overcome the hurdles from going from crickets to having not only a really successful one podcast, but now a second podcast in this whole podcasting school, and and where that's where that's taking you. Well, th this is a fun story to tell because 
I'm somebody like, like you said, I, I've gone through my share of strugglelicious moments and like they, you know, it's not like a lot of times you see people on Instagram or you see people with a, a bigger podcast and you're like, Oh, they, they've got it all figured out. And this, it seems like it was like the overnight success story, but this has been for me a four and a half year total grind. And like, I love the phrase, uh, ground and pound. My friend, Chris Kremitzos that runs the Podfest expo event. Um, that's, that's his like marketing, uh, theme is ground and pound, man. We hustle and we just get our message out there and we just don't stop working. And that's, kind of been a great description of my podcasting journey. And uh, like you said, like when I launched my first show, uh, it wasn't all sunshine and podcast rainbows, like episode 52, I committed to doing one episode a week for a year. I feel like that's a commitment that all podcasters should make is go, I'm not going to quit for a year. I'll do 50 episode, 52 episodes. I'll do one per week for a year. I got to that point. I was ready to quit. Uh, I was I was there. I was like, nobody's listening. My mom won't even listen to my podcast. You know, my dog's not even listening to my podcast. It's just like, I was getting like, you know, 15 downloads an episode. And the reason that was so frustrating to me was because I knew my message had meaning. I knew that it was important. I knew that it was impactful because it impacted me. It impacted people that I was able to get in front of. And it was just figuring it out. Like, how do I get in front of the right people? How do I build this, this community? And how do I connect them to my message? And for me, that took you know, three and a half, four years to figure out. But now fast forward, I'm a, I'm a full-time podcaster. I'm a recovering gym owner, as I like to describe it. So I, I sold my, my fitness business back in December, pre-COVID pandemic. Good luck. Thank you. And uh, so it's something I've made quite, uh, quite the journey. And you know, we can dive into any of the, the avenues that you want to pursue with that, with that conversation there, Carrie. Yeah, I would love to hear like, so you hit 52 episodes, right? And you're like, this is what I'm committing to. And I think this is a thing that's a huge piece of success. And I talk to people a lot about it. Like people think that there's an overnight success, but really it's like a five to 10 year journey <laughs> for most people. And, and a lot of people want to give up before they actually hit the point. It's like, there's always like, it's just around the corner. It's just around the corner. And for me, it's been that way. It's been that way. It's like, it's just around the corner. It's just around the corner. Just don't give up. You've worked so hard. It's just around the corner. But at some point, there's like a flick that has to happen. So what kept you at that 52 weeks? And you're like, all right, I'm done. But something had to have shifted and to be like, okay, I'm going to keep going. And then it actually started to take off. So what happened for you there? Uh, great question. And there was definitely a moment where that switch got flipped. And it just so happened to be, you know, whether it's law of attraction or divine intervention or however you want to think about it. When the week that my 52nd episode went live, I was at a, an event called The Summit of Greatness uh, by Lewis Howes, who has got a, a giant podcast and he had lots of inspirational speakers there. And two things happened. Number one, I was standing in line and honestly, it had been a year and I had not networked or connected or met any other podcasters, like it had, had any meaningful like uh, conversations about like, what are you doing? Oh, is that working? How can I do that? Like I had, I had done zero of that for the first year. So I'm standing in line and I hear this guy, this kind of loudmouth, you know, East coaster accent guy being, you know, boisterous talking about his podcast and how he's doing really great things and all this. So I tap him on the shoulder. I'm like, I'm a podcaster too. Like let, let's, let's connect, let's network. And he's like, you know, ask me about my show. And then he says that he helps people kind of get things off the ground with their show. I'm like, we got to connect. 
So I got his info and, uh, you know, fast forward, this is one of my best friends now. His name is Justin Shank from the Growth Now Movement podcast. Like we met in line at a live event and I hunted him down. He helped me tweak a few things. He introduced me to a ton of other podcasters. And that's when things really started to take off. But the second thing that happened at live event was one of the speakers was a guy named Brendan Burchard, who is one of my heroes. He's one of the reasons I took his course called Experts Academy. And that's what inspired me to start my podcast. And that is what made me write out 52 topics for 52 episodes for my first year and commit to it. And they did a Q&A thing in front of the whole crowd. And I got to ask Brendan a question and I got to talk to him directly. And he just gave me some words of inspiration that just made sense. And those two things combined, they just took my, my belief in my message and in myself to a whole nother level. And that's what sparked me and catapulted me to uh, you know, keep going and gain traction and to keep growing my ability to put out amazing content. So that was kind of the, the tipping point for me. Do you remember what he said? Well, I asked him a question and it was one of those moments. I wasn't sure if I was going to ask him a question. We're kind of like standing in line. All of a sudden I get chosen. I'm like, oh God, here we go. And I blacked out for a minute there. Guru syndrome. Uh, I, had, I had somebody film, record it. I was like, okay, this is gonna be great social media content. So I asked him, I said, you know, I am really wanting to network more with people that I'm interviewing and get connected and get plugged into the world. And how do we do that in like a courteous way where it doesn't seem like we're like, hey, will you be my friend now? And he just gave me some advice around that about networking. And he basically said, if you're already thinking in those terms, you're already doing it correctly. If you are thinking, how can I be courteous? You are being courteous. Uh, and you are, and he's like, and you just got to network your butt off, man. You just got to, and I mean, that's how we met, you know, fast forward several years later, you know, Carrie and I met because that's what I do. I add a lot of value. I, I realized my lesson from Justin was that podcasters need to be surrounded by other podcasters. We need to learn from each other. So I'm facilitating that as much as possible. And, you know, that's how Carrie got into my world and we, we got connected and I network, I add as much value as possible and good things have happened every time I've done that. So those two parts of the recipe are what I kind of put into the, the mix and stir it up. And for the last three and a half years since that moment, both, you know, my Million Pound Mission show really took off and we're approaching 400 episodes on that one. I launched my second show, Podcasting Business School, where in the mid 100s of episodes there. That one's really, it's, it's quadrupled in, in download numbers so far this year. And that's just amazing since it's been out for 18 months already. Uh, so it's just that, that, that simple recipe combined with constant and consistent implementation and hard work that, that pays off. I, I love what you're saying around, you know, ultimately community. And one of the things I actually admire most about you is your community. I love how you build community and the value that you put to community. And it's the same for me. And I know that's one of the conversations that we've had is how I can really, uh, really curate a beautiful community for this. And, and it's something for me that in the success that I learned from my grandparents was always about, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And I think it's such an important part of a success principle because so many people get stuck in the how. I can't do it this way. I don't know how to do this. So they, st they get stuck. They don't move forward. And it stops people in their tracks from actually creating the success. But like you just said, it's like you were doing it and it took one tweak from somebody who knew. One tweak. And I just think it really goes to show the importance of surrounding yourself by community who are A, one step above you. Like it doesn't have to be far. One step above you. They can tell you the next step. 
And also the people who surround you that are actually just like you and that you're doing it together, being supported as like today, I will tell you today that people won't know this until it's done. But today I actually saw my first stuff come up on Spotify. So it's up there right now. And I literally, Adam was like, oh my God, there's like a punch in my gut. Like, oh my God, it's here. Oh my God. Oh my God. People are going to hear my message. Oh my God. <laughs> because that's what happens, right? When we start to get visible. But I, I thank goodness for people like you and the other people that are around me that are doing this with me, that it's like, no, we're all doing this together. And of course, that's how I feel. And of course we can move through that. And, and I just think it's so valuable to really be surrounded by community that will really help you to move forward in your dreams. Yeah. And I'm so glad you brought up community and the power of that, because I feel like it's just amplified in the, the 2020 pandemic era that we're, we're talking in right now, people are community starved. And I, I figured that out quickly because I, I had all these lead magnets and courses and things. And, but the things that are working the absolute best for me right now with bringing people closer to, to my, my world where they may or may not eventually become clients, customers, whatever, is community is, is getting interaction and human beings talking to other human beings. Everybody gets a chance to communicate. It's not like inviting all my friends to a lecture. Like you've been to my pod pals thing. And it's like, everyone gets to talk everyone. I'm encouraging as much chatter as possible, raising hands. You know, there, there's a real conversation happening. So if you're somebody who's out there looking to grow your wealth, looking to, to grow your business, I believe there's a, a real opportunity and thinking, how can you be that community hub person and be unafraid to invite anybody, even like people that you see might be competitors, like bring them in, bring them in close. And if you can be the hub, that kind of puts you above all, all the competition because you're that's where everybody's assembling and you're bringing that, that world together where people can all level up. So like if you're in like a really competitive market, like real estate or something like that, find a way to bring people together in that field and you be the, the community connection hub. And that brings your ideal uh, potential clients or potential podcast listeners into your, your world a little bit deeper. And then you take it from there. So uh, I think there's a real, uh, really amazing opportunity there, especially in the world that we live in right now. Mm, totally. What came up for me as you, were, as you were talking was around this concept and even just now hearing what I just said around like, oh my God, I have to, now my message is really out there. And it's not that, I mean, for years I've been writing and speaking and doing lives and this isn't anything I'd say new, but to have a podcast where it's permanent is all of a sudden like, oh my God, people are going to go and they're going to binge on this stuff. And I'm speaking things that I've never spoken before too, like really deep from the heart stuff and really, I will say forward thinking things that are not necessarily in the mainstream media, right? and maybe a little bit controversial. <laughs> and so my question for you is like, as I, as, I, as I journey this, but also the people who are listening, people who are sitting on the fence about it, people who are sitting on the fence, whether it's a podcast or just getting their, their voice out there, because you've just said it, building community. But in order to build the community, you have to be willing to get your voice heard in the first place, right? And so what tips do you have for people? Because this is a big blocking point for a lot of people to overcome their fear of that. Well, I, I feel like, first off, this is a great question. Um, it's an important question. And I feel like the first step is people have to realize that their life experience and their personal message matters. Like it's worth it. And that's a, a hard pill to swallow for some people to like, uh, I'm, you know, quote unquote, just a, a mom, a stay at home mom, or I'm just 
a teacher at school or whatever, but I've seen people create amazing things about the most like quote unquote ordinary situations. And it's just your, your, your life experience is always, like you said earlier, Carrie, like you have to find that person that's just one peg higher in the experience level that you are for you to level up and gain value from that. So like if you, I've seen people that are like obsessed with video games and like people might be like, oh, there's not really an opportunity around that. But these guys created a show about video games and video game review. And now they've got this whole community of people that are obsessed with video games. Everybody's getting a lot of pleasure out of this like hub that they created uh, through their podcast and the interaction that they do. I've got teachers that are teaching other teachers how to, how to be podcasters about the topic that they teach or how to create a podcast with their, uh, with their own school system about the teachers and featuring them, like all these cool things are coming out. And I feel like we got to be okay and let our guard down with being weird, with being unique, with being really deep into a niche. Those are the shows that are doing really well right now. Like you don't want to be like the success podcast or the Mr. Business show. Like, what is that even about? Like you want to be the the left-handed entrepreneur from Arizona show like that. I mean, you want to be like niche down as weird as you want to be. Like, that's why I love the whole wealth alchemist concept. Like Carrie is going to be unique. She's going to be her true self and people will listen that are going to be her ideal audience members. Like if you're listening to this right now, you're kind of supposed to be listening to this. Like it's, it's not going to be like, well, I thought this show was about making pizzas. Like it's not like, that's not, you're not going to mistakenly pop onto the show and think like, it's totally something different. So we've got to give ourselves permission to, you know, not be ashamed of our own life experiences. And, and we have to realize that our message is worth the effort and it's going to impact somebody else. And uh, you know, podcasting, especially blogging, even like it's so low, cost. You know, it's not like, oh my God, millions of dollars. Like I'm, I've recorded over 500 episodes now. I've got a $75 microphone. I've got a 2008 MacBook Air that I've, I've, I've used from my, like the keys are wearing off the keyboard, like certain letters you can't even see because I've just worn them off and I don't know how to replace them. Uh, and I, I spend like $20 a month on my ho hosting with Libsyn. That's it. All right. So if you can afford that, then you can have a podcast and you can at least try to get your message out there. And at a minimum, it can be an art form. It can be a form of expression. Like it just, maybe you've got a very interesting story and you're going to put out a year's worth of podcast episodes, maybe in seasonal format or something. And you just talk about your life story. You get that out there. It's going to make a difference. Or if you're a coach or an entrepreneur or you're, you're starting a business, you can start a podcast around that. It's going to make a difference. So whatever category you fit in, you got to just give yourself a shot because the alternative is doing nothing. And then we know what that result is going to bring. So that's, that's kind of my, my two cents on it there, Carrie. I want to give you a quick message before hopping back into this episode. Adam has an amazing community to join, and he has just started a new group called the Download Growth Club. If you have a podcast and want to increase your downloads and subscribers so that you can increase your income, this is the place for you. Adam delivers awesome content, and we have live calls each month to get our questions answered. He is teaching the tools that he used to take his podcasting business school podcast from 600 downloads in January last year to nearly 5,000 in December. 
This guy totally geeks out on this stuff and has done the legwork to really show you what you need to do in order to increase your downloads. If you want to check it out and work with Adam, you can get 50% off your first month by heading to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Adam podcast growth. Again, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Adam podcast growth. Hop on in and watch your numbers on your podcast soar. Yeah, it's cool. What I what I would add to that and like what I sum that up to here is say that ultimately for me, it's like there's no one who's you, right? There's other people who for me are talking about money and wealth. There's other people for you that are talking about podcasting and weight loss. This isn't like neither one of us are in unique categories per se, right? But we have an energy and I say this to every human being. We all have our own unique energy and our own story. And you said this. And so people are going to resonate with you and not the person down the street doing it, not the other person down the street doing the other thing. And so it's important that your unique, I say, coding blueprint is what will attract somebody in. Um, And the other thing is, you know, I think the other piece of it is I keep focusing on and I, I keep focusing on the fact that for all the people who I'm afraid of their judgment and their opinion... (laughs) Because I do have that. I mean, who doesn't? When we start to speak a message that's from our heart and our truth, um, that like for me, my family, oh my God, what are they going to say? What? Are they, sorry, family, if you're hearing me, right? You now know. <laughs> what are they going to say? What are they going to, you know? And like my, and some of those people in my life, and I know I'm not, I say that because I know I'm not the only person who has that like fear, but then I have to get over that and go, well, but how many thousands of lives will I touch if I get out of my own way? If I don't let those few people who I'm afraid of their judgment and their opinion stop me, then I have thousands and millions of people to touch. And I think that's really important as you, as a person, as an entrepreneur in this world, really own into that. Like consider how many lives we get to touch versus the sock in my stomach that came this morning going, oh my God, this is going out and people are going to judge me. (laughs) Okay. But thousands more are going to love it and thousands more lives are going to change. So Cool. Thank you for that answer. Now, my next my next question for you is on this journey, right? Like there's been a journey, you've expanded your your reach. And so there's two pieces to this, actually. I'll have two, two, a two-part question. Oh man. Um, it's getting intense, Carrie. I know it's getting intense. Hey. So one of it is like, so what are the some of the blocks that you've had to overcome? And not just because having a podcast is one thing, but actually making money and monetizing your podcast is a whole nother thing. Going out and sharing your message is one thing. Actually making money from it is another. So my question for you, it's, I'll, I'll say both because you can go on the whole thing. Um, so what's the piece around the money stuff that you've had to deal with to overcome, to be able to go and create money from this? And also the second piece to that is to be able to, and I talk about this all the time, expand our container, expand our energetic container to not only bring in the money and hold the money as we bring it in, but also for you and and in this in this situation to expand our container to hold more people seeing us to hold that visibility and to be able to hold the space for these groups of people who are coming because ultimately in order to make more money being an influencer we have to be able to touch more lives we get to be able to touch more lives and hold a container to reach those people so i'd love for you to hear like how you've done that like what shifts you've had to create and the mindsets that you've had to shift to be able to to be in this all right, so let's attack that first question uh, first here. And I, I feel like if if I can drop this little bit of knowledge upon your audience, and if you guys are thinking about creating business, going online business, especially podcasting, this will make a huge difference. This will save you maybe thousands of dollars and a whole lot of time and, and frustration. 
the, the hard lesson that I had to learn that really transformed my, my ability to earn income from podcasting, especially is I had to realize that I needed to create things that my audience wanted and stop creating things that I thought were cool and that they needed. And I like, Carrie, if I took you through my, I use the platform Kajabi. I'm a big Kajabaholic as far as like, that's, that's my go-to platform. I've had no problem ever creating things, courses, memberships, coaching, videos, lead magnets. Like if I showed you the back area of, of all my courses, it'd be embarrassing. Like there's probably a hundred or more that I have not seen the light of day or briefly saw the light of day that like went way away very quickly. Um, again, my mom wouldn't even buy it. So like, there's a lot that, that I call it the graveyard, and I, but I keep it up there just in case, like maybe I make a big, I thought about making like a giant lead magnet, like all the stuff that failed 75 courses for free. Uh, here you go. <laughs> the things that didn't work, learn from these lessons. I totally, um, I totally feel you. I just had to move my stuff from click funnels over to, I just moved to Kartra, but I was like, Oh my God, look at all these things that are just going to die in here. The graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> The graveyard <laughs> of graveyard. courses. <laughs> so I had to get over that. And the way that I did that, I do a lot of interaction with my audience, with my potential, you know, community members, with, with my potential, you know, coaching clients, customers, whatever I'm creating, like we create it together and I'm sending out surveys. I'm asking people questions. And a lot of people don't do that because they feel like that takes them down a notch as far as like expert status. But I don't think so. Like, I've created so many things from my quote unquote expert status that nobody wanted until I started asking them like, Carrie, how can I level up your journey as a podcaster? What do you struggle with the most? What are your pain points? And then I get my ideas cooking around that. I come back and go, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Is this the way that you think this information should be delivered? Like I'm creating things with my potential, you know, I'm, I'm creating a, a membership and I've been just bouncing ideas back and forth from all these different people and I've gotten so many great ideas and you create exactly what they want, they're much more likely to say, yes, I'm in. So that that's kind of that first point that I had to get over that hurdle, which is a lot of that's ego and that that perceived like I'm a podcaster, therefore I'm an expert and you will buy my my stuff. Uh, and it just it just doesn't work that way. And that can really can really mess you up because you know, we all have that like download depression thing, like, oh man, I'm only doing 50 downloads an episode or whatever per episode. And then if you put something out and nobody buys that, or if it's free and nobody does that, it's like, oh my God, uh, really, it's like a, a gut punch. So if you guys have felt any of that, or if you want to avoid feeling that, talk to your audience, create things together and make sure that you're, you're solving pain points that they have and you're solving them in, in the method that they really vibe with. So that's that's kind of the answer to that first part. Do you feel do you feel good about that? Any questions on that, Carrie? Yeah, I'm good for that for now. Okay. Okay. So when we talk about like energetically and and how I'm bringing good things in my life and expanding my mindset for you know wealth to come in and things like that, I think we got to rewind it because there's an important story that that I should tell with my weight loss because this is like law of attraction 101. All right. So back in 2007, I weighed 327 pounds. All right. Ton of debt. I was circling the drain, bad relationships, bad career vibe, the whole thing. Like it was, it wasn't a good situation. 
I had never really invested in myself. I had never done any sort of personal development, affirmations, any of that stuff, none of it, like none of it. And I had two different friends that referred me, uh, they gave me the DVD, the law of attraction, you know, the secret, the law of attraction. And first time I, pre I pretended to watch it and I gave it back. I'm like, I don't need this crap. And uh, then it came into my life again and it sat there on my DVD player for like two weeks. It was collecting dust. And I'm like, all right, I've got nothing to lose. Let's see what this is all about. It lit me up. That was my first ever dose of personal growth material ever. So that night I sat down and I mapped out what I wanted to manifest in my life over the next five years. I set a deadline. This was July 12th of 20, 2007. I set the deadline for July 12th of 2012. I mapped out what I wanted to look like with my health, my own health. I mapped out what I wanted to create and manifest with my relationships, with my business, with how I, you know, my, my confidence levels, all of it. I just mapped it all out with my finances and I wrote out my affirmations and I made a commitment to myself that I was going to read my affirmations. I call it my lifestyle rehabilitation statement. I'd read that every morning and every night until either the deadline passed or I achieved everything that I put on paper. So for the next five years, without fail, I never missed a morning, never missed an evening. I read those affirmations every morning, every night with feeling, putting myself in that place, feeling these changes happening. And slowly but surely, they all started to happen. Met my future wife, fell in love, got married, created a family, lost 100 pounds. As I did that, people started asking me, how did you do it? So I started helping other people. I helped 15 other people in my hometown lose 100 pounds. We ended up doing 35,000 pounds in my community in, in five years, created a business out of that. And you know, finances took off, got rid of all of my debt. And on July 19th of 2012, I was seven days late. I opened my 8,000 square foot facility and there were 100 people there waiting for me to teach them a group fitness class at 6 a.m. in the morning. And that was the first time I ever told that story to anybody. And people were there just like openly weeping at 6 a.m. in the morning in a fitness class <laughs> as I opened up this beautiful, I had 20 employees and all this stuff had been created. So that's how I kind of, that's my manifestation game level. That's my personal experience. I've been doing that ever since. So when it comes to like what happens between my ears, it's, it's like my processes are super tight. Of course, I have those, those ideas and those thoughts that creep in. But, and when we all do, we can't just be like, hey, now I, I wear my tinfoil hat and nothing ever negative happens in there. Like that doesn't happen. But I can take that and I can isolate it and I can get it out quick because my belief level and me being able to create something of impact from where nothing currently exists, it's super high. Like I know I can do this. I've done it time and time again. And I just, you know, that's just the way that I roll right now. So one of the things that I know um, for many people, and I will say actually, because my journey this year and my health journey has been around overcoming bipolar tendencies. And one of the big things when we start to talk about bipolar, because a lot of people for me, when I started to look into, and I knew about bipolar for many years, but I started to look into the nuances this year. And for me, it was always like we're in mood swings, right? But one of the other pieces of it is looping thoughts in our head looping thoughts. They go over and 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 over. And so even though, and I'm going to say this, because even though I, I'm this person who has been doing coaching for 15 years, I help people with their mindset, yada, yada, yada. I never realized how bad the loop was until I started to go, oh, it's not supposed to play that way all the time. <laughs> oh, I don't actually have to overcome that all the time. And so it's been 
freedom in my mind to be able to not have those negative looping thoughts. And even though I teach it, even though I've taught manifestation, even though I could tell myself over it, even those affirmations, hypnosis, NLP, done it all, right? When you have this imbalance going and you don't know how to stop it, you don't even realize that it's there. Um, it's an interesting piece to, to have an awareness around. So I would love to hear how you have been able to, whether it's from bipolar tendencies or not, because we're all human, we all have this, right? I just think it's a little probably more intense when you have the other tendencies. Uh, how you have actually stopped that, right? Because from what you're saying, it's like, yeah, it's there, it comes in and out. But I think where people get stuck is it never really goes out. And we're always just kind of like, you know, and I think for me, when you look at law of attraction as teaching a manifestation and doing quantum healing work and all this stuff, to me, law of attraction, when we're just giving ourselves affirmations on the top of the other crap, <laughs> it doesn't really work. Yeah. Right. And so I'd love to hear how you flicked that because there is a flick that happens in that place. Yeah. Well, it's interesting you bring up bipolar too, because I have two immediate family members that, that, that struggle mightily with being bipolar. And I think it's in my genes a little bit because I felt those moments of like, when I'm really cooking, it's like I'm <laughs> on fire, but I can take some of the low points pretty low as well. And it's hard to like get moving. And I don't show that side a lot. I kind of like, you know, but I, I don't have those moments as often that, as I used to as well. Like, I feel like there's, there's some control there, but to me, the, the, the switch that, that I flip to be able to help control that and get that negative loop to stop happening is my, my processes of my affirmations. Like those are my, it's like hitting the refresh button on the, uh, on like your, your computer screen or, or your, you know, your social media feed or something like that. It's just like, okay, what is actually happening? What is the reality of the situation? And then kind of getting stoic on it, we go, what can I control and what can I not control? And we simply have to learn to release the things that we can't control. And we can't control other human beings. If somebody else is out there doing something dumb that's stirring things up, you know, kicking over bees hive right in front of you, you just got to exit the situation. That's what you can control. And that's a hard thing to do. But like, if we can start to build that muscle and that's, I've got this whole process in my, in my morning that I do now where I read like my daily stoic and then I do my affirmations and I read from one of Napoleon Hill's books and I got all these things, but that, that's kind of like, it gets my mojo working pretty strong, but ultimately that, that switch that needs to be flipped for me is just taking a breath. You know, I'm a big, a big meditator. So if I need to meditate a little bit, clear my mind and go, all right, what is the reality of the situation? What can I control? What is out of my control? What can I actually do about this. So it's more of a, uh, my friend, Brian Bogert talks about having what questions versus why questions. So don't ask, why is this happening to me? You ask, what can I do about it? Mm. Like that's, that's the important switch that needs to be flipped. Does that make sense? Totally. I love it. And it's interesting because you actually started with saying affirmations, but it's beyond that. And that's what I was saying when we started this, right? It's beyond just affirmations because actually what you're saying is what is really true? And I think that's a really big thing because when we start to have these looping thoughts in our mind, they're not true. It's like we are conditioned to suffer. And if you're be telling yourself that it's hard and you're telling yourself that you can, you're telling yourself, I don't know how, and all these things, it's not true. Because if someone else can do opposite, then it's not true. And so just find a new truth and start to believe that the other thing is true. And then you ask yourself, like, what can I do instead? And one of the things I've started to really pay attention to is my mind is like, my mind is an investment. 
So if I'm thinking this thing, am I investing in myself, in my future, or am I investing in the the crappy story that I'm telling myself? Because then that's just spending time and wasting it. And it's not investing in my future and in my dreams and in the positive way that I can think of my mind. So when I start to have those looping thoughts for me, it's like, this is not investing, Carrie. What can I think about instead that's be a positive thing to move forward about? What could I do now to shift this immediately? And I think that's the thing for me. And it's like, when we start to look at those looping things, it's not that it doesn't show up. It's that, okay, I can now pay attention. Oh, look at you playing that game again, Carrie. That's hilarious. What can we do instead? <laughs> right? And I think that's a really important piece to that, to really make that aware. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Adam. Yes. Now, the last piece, expanding the container to bring in these people. What are you doing for that? Like, how are you expanding to bring in this bigger impact influence? And like, I know you're launching this new uh, membership. I'm so excited. I've already told you. I'm like, I'll be the first in. Um, <laughs> he laughs, but he knows it's true. <laughs> I'll be the race. I'll be in the race. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm expanding my container by from two different ways. So we got to think who can help us level up, who can we learn from? Those are people that we need to bring into our world and being unafraid to ask for help, to ask for mentorship, no matter how good we are, we can't let our tell us like, Oh, you know, this is, you know, we don't need help. That's, I mean, that's what had me all messed up, you know, three and a half years ago. So that's, that's a big piece of it. But then also you have to ask yourself the question, who, can I bring into my world that I can help and, and how can I add value to their life? Like how can I be somebody that lays some stepping stones from where they currently are to where they want to be? And how can I commu communicate to them effectively and just bring them into your world? And that's, you know, circling all the way back down to that, that community aspect that we talked about at the start. Like that's what I'm really hustling hard with. My, my, my schedule is full on every I mean, it's full every day that I allow it to be open. Like I block off times. Like I usually only work four days a week and, but it's like a full four days a week. And I'm just, and most, of, I mean, not most, I would say 60% of that is me doing stuff for free. Uh, so that's, you know, pod pals, zoom chats. That's just, Hey, you're a new podcaster. Let's do some mentorship. Let's hop on my, my zoom chat for 15 minutes. Um, you know, if I interview somebody and I, I, they're struggling with creating an online course or something like that, I'm like, Let, let's just chat about it. I actually had somebody a couple of weeks ago, it was hilarious and it kind of proves my method. We had hopped on some calls back and forth like two or three times. I, I had had her on one of the chats and eventually she's like, Adam, uh, I just need to give you my credit card. You need to charge me for something. Like, just let, let me buy something. <laughs> I was like, okay, sure. You could do this or that. Um, so I, I just feel like if you just keep adding value and like, like Gary V talks about the jab, 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 like I don't even have to write hook. Like, it's just like the, the sales and things like that will happen as long as you or adding so much value, people eventually be like, yeah, this thing that he's doing, you know, I've been doing all this free stuff. If he's charging for something, I know it's legit. And like with the new membership I'm launching and things like that, like we've got a lot of excitement around it. And that's kind of generated throughout the community. People are pumped up to go a little bit deeper with me on what I've got going on. So it's pretty cool. Mm. So what I actually hear you saying is that your mission is bigger than your ego. Your mission is bigger than yourself. And I think that's a really important thing in, in this expansion piece, right? Because if we get in our own way and we think that it's about us or 
we stop ourselves, then that's where we aren't able to expand beyond that. And I love that for you, it's like you really do come from the heart and your mission is really to help people from your heart. And it's totally, it's beautiful, especially in this day and age. And I think that in order to grow business right now, uh, it's crucial. It's crucial because we can see through that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As we wrap up, Adam, is there anything you would like to finish saying? Can people, how can people find you? Lay it on us. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys want to dive a little bit deeper, uh, just check out uh, my my podcasting brand website is www.podcastingbusiness.school. I'm Podcasting Business School on Instagram on the health side of the equation. Uh, my podcast is the Million Pound Mission Podcast, millionpoundmission.com and million pound mission on Instagram. Um, and if I could leave your, your, your listeners with a little bit of a challenge, I love to put this out there. Anytime that I speak, anytime I speak on stage or guest on a podcast, I call it my implementation alarm challenge. Have you seen me do this yet, Carrie? I can't remember. Okay. You'd remember. Wait, no, so, no, no. You know, I did because you did it with Laura. Okay. You did it in the group. Yes. 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 Okay. Okay. So everybody, li- uh, yeah, most people listen on their phone. So if you guys are listening on your phone, set your alarm for 24 hours from right now. And I just want you to do one thing. If you had a, a really good idea from this conversation, don't be passive. Like you have to be active. You have to take action. You have to implement. So before that alarm goes off 24 hours from right now, just do something to flick over the first domino that creates momentum in the direction that you're trying to head. Maybe that's emailing somebody. Maybe that's listening to a podcast. Maybe that's you know subscribing to a blog or reaching out to a friend but just doing something to initiate momentum. And if you can do that, then the rest of the momentum will start to happen on its own. So just initiate, keep implementing, don't give up on your dream and and you'll get your message out there. Thanks, Adam. And actually the implementation I did was come into podcasting business school stuff. So there you go. And that's why we're here. (laughs) If this works, go take Adam's advice, do one thing in the next 24 hours to move yourself forward. And I would add to this, just all you need to do every single day is look to think, how can I be 1% better tomorrow? Just one step better. One thing I can do better to improve myself. Thank you so, 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 so much, Adam. This has been an absolute joy and pleasure. Have a wonderful day. Thank you everybody for being here and listening. And we'll see you on the next episode. Wealth Codes is here. I am so excited to be bringing this program to the world. If you have had enough of your limited glass ceilings that you have placed on yourself and your financial reality, and you are ready to shift your relationship with money and wealth into a beautiful, abundant one, this program is for you. I have created a space to dive deep and explore all the facets that are holding you back from bringing in your next level of financial abundance. There are plenty of money mindset programs out there, but they will only get you so far if you are only focusing on your mindset. You are a multidimensional being, so this program looks at all aspects of you and helps you shift your financial reality from a mental, emotional, spiritual, energetic, and physical space. We have content clearing and activation sessions each month to help you clear the stuff keeping you from living your wildest dreams. If you are ready for a next level wealth reprogramming experience, join me in this program. Head on over to carrynorley.com forward slash wealth codes to get more information. I am so excited to see you on the inside of this program and witness you as you create your dreams.